Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's me. It's me. It's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James. And by my side, as always, is that B-A-double-D-A-double crooked letter. Badass Billy Gunn. Together we are the New Age Outlaws. And you're listening to the VOC Nation. And if you ain't down with that, he's got two words for you. Suck it. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, who you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer The Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact, Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, and former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern, and of course In The Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOC Nation.
Welcome, everyone, to WCW Retro. Great to be here with you guys, man. Oh, man. Happy birthday to my brother and Hall of Famer, the legendary Boogie Woogie Man, Jimmy Vibe, man. Uh, a lot of great memories with Jimmy Vibe. All, all the best, brother. Love you, man. Uh, great to be here with you guys. Oh, we, what a show we got for you tonight. I'm so excited. Uh, goodness, we have the special interview coming up with the man of the hour. Dr. John Stamey of Scary Cast and Murder One Two Three. Really excited to get to interview Dr. John and uh, his many stories and experiences. It's going to be a lot of fun. Then later on, if that's not enough, that's not all. As they say, we have a, a possible special auction, wrestling auction, from Brian Bond of WSC Lounge. He's going to be, I think, auctioning off some wrestling action figures right here for you callers here from WCW Retro. So that should be pretty cool. First time ever auction <laughs> right here at WCW Retro. Should be interesting. So looking forward to a great show tonight, you guys, man. Uh, lots to talk about tonight. And before we get to the callers, in which, uh, or as a reminder, you can call anytime on this live podcast at WCW Retro at 914-338-1885. Once again, the number is 914-338-1885. Looking forward to hearing from you guys. And we'll get to you guys right after the interview with Dr. John Stanley later on. It's going to be really exciting. Uh, before we get to all that special plugs and announcements, shout out to my friends at Lost in the Funhouse podcast, Greg Bow, Blondie, and Adler Hill. Get them some love on YouTube. Type in Lost in the Funhouse cast on YouTube. I star as the chief. You're truly Papa Stro stars as the chief in the Dust series on the Veil TV which you can reach to availfilms.com. That's A-D-A-I-L films.com, all together, no space. And they're syndicated to Roku, Apple TV, and Amazon Fire TV. So uh, check out all three seasons of the Dust series for sure. Uh, also, uh, shout out to my friends at IHW, Innovative Hybrid Wrestling, in the Maritimes area in Canada. And for more info on what they're up to, go to their Facebook page, facebook.com slash IHW Wrestling. Once again, facebook.com slash IHW Wrestling. My friends at the Cauliflower Alley Club, give them some love. Cauliflowerallyclub.org, all together. Cauliflowerallyclub.org. Masters of Ring Entertainment, mastersofringentertainment.com. Fishing with Special Friends, fishingwithspecialfriends.com. And check out all the great podcasts and programming we have right here on VOCNation.com. In the Room and Shelly Martinez podcast every Tuesday night. Shelly Martinez at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And In the Room with Brady Hicks, Kathy Fitzpatrick, Matt Grimm, yours truly, Papa Stroh, and Derek McDonald. We interview special guests and take calls from all over. Great highlight of the week right there. In the Room every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Check out Wrestling with History with Bruce Wirt and Ken Resnick. And, of course, Thursdays, WCW Retro, right here at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on abusenation.com. Plus all the other great DOCNation.com programming we got right here. We got so many great uh, programs and podcasts for you guys to enjoy. And don't forget to support us. WCW Retro and VOC Nation on Pro Wrestling Tees. Dot com directly at prowrestlingtees.com slash VOC Nation all together. 
and buy your VOC Nation shirts today and WCW retro shirts. <laughs> and we got more shirts to come. And the proceeds to help the network so you guys get all the free programming you want right here on VOCNation.com. So we love you guys and thank you guys so much for your support. So support us in return. Give us show us some love. ProWrestlingTees.com slash VOC Nation. And uh, for the latest on TV, wrestling, film, and merchandise, go to my official website, TheStore.com, T-H-E-S-T-R-O.com. Click on appropriate links for each. My direct URL to my merchandise page is TheStore.com slash StroMerchandise.html. Uh, I have merchandise for all ages, including pets. So show some love. Team Stro Worldwide represent. Facebook at Stro the Maestro. Twitter at Sign the Stro. Instagram at Stro Maestro. Subscribe to my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Maestro. I'm on Twitch at twitch.tv slash realpapastro. Uh, if you'd like to make a donation, uh, buy me a cup of coffee, give me a tip, etc. cetera. Uh, those that have donated, I thank you for it. You guys are awesome. You're amazing. But if you'd like to donate, donate to my PayPal, paypal.me slash papastro. That's paypal.m as a Mary, E as an eat, slash papastro. And if you'd like to be a guest on a future episode of WCW Retro, hit me up. Email me, strofoya at yahoo.com. That's S-T-R-O number 4-Y-A at yahoo.com. And uh, we'll, see, we'll see if we can make that happen for you. And, uh, oh, gosh, so much going on. Oh, yes, tomorrow night, the Stro Zone returns on my official Facebook page, facebook.com slash strothemaestro. And... It'll be at midnight Eastern Standard Time, and tomorrow night's feature will be the original Invasion of the Body Snatchers. So please tune in. It should be a good time. And with that, see the calls are lining up, and we'll be going to our first commercial break. And to lead us, in, and we come back, we have Dr. John Stamey as our guest. Uh, really excited about that for sure. And to lead into our commercial. Let's, let's let's play some. Uh, uh, let's see what we can do here. Ah, some Sid Vicious for you guys. Be back in a few, folks. Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer, The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Frisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. 
VFC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists, and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. The morning after, right here on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Brady Hicks and... Homeboy Rap Boy here. I tell you what, we got a good show right here in the afternoon at 12 o'clock. Eastern Standard Time on the VOC Nation. Talking wrestling, football, news, whatever's going on in the world today. VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Welcome back, everyone, to the Sounds of Sting. Oh, man, so excited to be with you guys here tonight. Uh, once again, reminder, anytime you guys can call in tonight's live podcast of WCW Retro, you can do so at 914-338-1885. Once again, the number is 914-338-1885. Oh, man, so so excited tonight. We, uh, Dr. John momentarily. We got the possible auction with uh, Brian Vaughn for WFC Lounge for his wrestling action figures. <laughs> it should be fun and so much more. And, heck, we might have time for old school matches and uh, dream matches, too. Lots of fun. 
So without further ado, let's bring on the man of the hour, the the man himself, the one and only, the man of mystery, intrigue, <laughs> and so much more. The one and only Dr. John Stavey. Papa Stro, how you doing tonight? Doctor John, welcome to WWE Retro, man. So the glad, man of the hour. So glad to be here. Well, Great to have you. It's with the us. top of the hour, for sure. Yeah, I was as we were talking in the green room just before this. I said, you know, a lot of people, and you, you included, probably don't know how I got involved in wrestling, other than as a fourteen-year-old kid, we used to watch well, it every Saturday. Afternoon. Let's get to it. I mean, there's so much to me side to you, supernatural wrestling. Oh, uh, so so many um, avenues you have taken. Uh, yeah, let, just take us from the beginning and take us on that journey, Doctor John. All right. Back when I was a kid, we did not have the internet. I'm dating myself a little bit, but that's okay. And what we, what we could do on <laughs> Saturday afternoon, you know, that was school not going on during the weekends, we could watch professional wrestling um, on Channel Four in Greenville at 1 p.m. 2 p.m. was professional wrestling in Asheville, and then 3 p.m. was Shock Theater, all those great reruns of of the Universal Monster films, and that's all we had to do. I mean, our parents, you know, they all worked hard. It was a manufacturing town, and believe me, my parents were not up to take me to the rec center and and my friends, so we'd talk a little bit on the phone, then we'd watch wrestling. We'd call and talk about it, same thing for the next hour, so... I tell you what, when I was 14 years old, my life revolved around professional wrestling, being a big fan, and then also um, watching Shock Theater every Saturday afternoon at 3. And sometimes on the UHF channel from Hickory, uh, channel 18 at like 2 o'clock in the morning, and my parents were always yelling yeah. and screaming to turn that down. That's ridiculous. But, you know, so that that's about what we had. And I just said, golly, I want to be involved in wrestling somehow, some way. So I was, now let's speed it back up to, uh, oh, the early 90s, uh, mid-90s, actually, a little after the mid-90s, okay? And so I walked into UNC Charlotte um, office, uh, the computer science department, and I was inquiring about one of their programs. They thought I was there for a job interview, and they hired me, okay? Now, that was the best, that was the world's best mistake I ever had. And so I lived in Winston-Salem at the time. And I said, you know, it'd really be nice to not have to drive almost two hours back and forth every day. So I started looking yeah. around to see if there was a room I could rent, you know. And, and, I, yeah, and Papa Stroh, you know about the driving hours back and forth to wrestle. I mean, it was always good oh, when totally. you could wrestle near home. But, <laughs> boy, you get, to, yeah. you get to those five and six-hour six deals, it was just monstrously difficult, wasn't it? Lord have mercy, yes. <laughs> so what so what happened was okay it said room for rent there was one and it was about a, a mile from UNC Charlotte and so I went in there I went there and knocked on the door and some dude with hair down to his waist um I answered the door I said well okay whatever so he invited me <laughs> and so I said you know I I teach at UNC Charlotte so what do you guys do and he said we're professional wrestlers and I'm going to tell you. My life changed at that moment. Everything started. Oh Turns out he was part, his name was Radical, that's what he went by, and he was a manager for the PWF, the Professional Wrestling Federation, also known as Please Wrestle for Free. Is that correct, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, yeah. Those guys. Yeah, for free. And, and he said, have you ever been on radio? I said, well, yeah, a lot, actually. He said, you've got a great voice. We need to take you to meet uh, Stallion. You'd be a great announcer. I said, well, thank you. I said, golly, I can get professional wrestling. And I've heard about the Italian Stallion. I, I think I remember seeing him once or twice on television. So, anyway, uh, that Friday night, we went down to uh, some godforsaken place. I mean, Special Wrestling Federation, we, we wrestled in places that were too small for Papa Stroh to even wrestle. I'm going to say Taylorsville, and, although you might have wrestled there. But we oh, yeah, 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 in, quite a few times. Yeah, yeah we wrestled Italian Stallion, the spaghetti-eating champion, Guinness for the World Records for beating the most spaghetti. Do they still have that record? I don't, you know, Someone told I me don't that a while know. Back. I, haven't, I haven't seen him in a long, long time, but he was... Yeah, he was certainly a, a piece of work. He was an original, and nobody can deny <laughs> that, right? Right, Travis? I, I believe it. Yeah, I believe he it. He was an original. So I oh, went yeah. and uh, got got there, and I had on my suit and tie, and I walked in there, and I was the only person that probably had all my clothes on. I mean, that was um, I'm trying. Oh, it was Albemarle. You know Albemarle, right? Oh yes. Oh my God. Oh, it was a. It was a mess. So anyway, he said, we'll talk. And I, I did. I just grabbed the microphone, and it was off, and I just gave him my little uh, introduction to the Italian style. He said, you'll do. You're our announcer now. I said, great. I said, when do we when do we start? When do we come back? He said, well, the show starts in about five minutes. Have a seat. And he handed <laughs> me a, 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 little, a little nasty handwritten thing that had the matches. He said, all right, you ready? I said, sure. Okay, so... All of a sudden, and he said, and here's the, the CD player, and here's great, the huh? CD. Go. Yeah. And so I found Blue Monday by the group Orgy, which is a great a great song. I said, well, this is a cool song. And so then I finally figured out how to turn it down, and I announced the first match. I said, the stars and the superstars of the Professional Wrestling Federation are here tonight. We're entertaining this and this and this. And I saw him smiling. He liked it. So we had, um, we had our matches for the night, and he said, you're great. And I said, well, now, you know, because I do have a few expenses. He said, well, you know, we all do, so we all volunteer. And that's when I found out there was no pay for this. <laughs> but, it was, but, but, Stroh, it was wrestling. And I had broken into wrestling, or maybe wrestling had broken into me, or broken me, whatever. But anyway, so we did that for a while. I did it for, I, I guess, three years. We went all over. We went to Ohio. Now, I'm going to tell you, I think the greatest moment of my life, was when the blood seeker, I was always at ringside doing the announcing and everything. And so what happened is that after the blood seeker had won the PWF World Heavyweight Championship, we were at a bingo parlor in Akron. And it wow. Was pretty. That's right. It was it had about 400 people there. And so mm-hmm. he grabs me. He said, get up here. So I, I kind of helped him grab me, and he went up there, and he said, Cobra Clutch. And I, and I started just looking around, and he threw my glasses off, but he threw them at a good place where I could find them. Then he put me in the Cobra Clutch for about 45 seconds, and then I passed out. And the <laughs> crowd went berserk because he was the bad guy, and he had just put the, the announcer in the Cobra Clutch. Started looking mm. up and around. He said, down. So I knew to get back down. I hadn't been, I hadn't been out long enough. So anyway, and then the stallion comes in mad as he can be that he'd put me in the Cobra Clutch. So he beat him up, and then he starts getting me out. He says, don't get up too slow. And so I didn't, and we had a – it was – that was 
the great, if, if there was ever a defining moment in my life, it was being put in the Cobra Clutch in a bingo parlor in Akron. Now, Stro, what was your defining moment? What, what was the, the one moment that you treasure more than anything else in this business? There's got to be one or one of a couple. You know, what's one that really, it was just you. It was so awesome. Oh, gosh. I, I, I don't know. I've had so many defining moments. <laughs> a lot of times, a lot of times, uh, they're just like when the match is over and <laughs> getting undressed. <laughs> like thank God, some cases. But I mean, seriously, I've, I've had so many. It's 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 really I I couldn't pick just one. It's been it's been a real blessing okay. to be part of the be part of the industry, meeting many people and going to places. It, it go, has so. been. And you know, we wrestled a lot in Mooresville. North Carolina, which is, you know, the home of a lot of NASCAR teams, and there was a church there that used to sell the place out. Uh, it was a fundraiser for the church. It was a lot of fun to go wrestle there, and they wanted because I I had developed kind of a fan club, and and so they said, well, we got to get you involved in the match. So we were going to have a coffin match, and I think I can't, I forget who whose idea was. Said we got to hit Dr. John over the head and uh, throw him in the coffin, and people are going to think he's dead. And I thought, oh, that sounds really terrible. <laughs> so the stroke, <laughs> I, I mean, uh, 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 the stallion took me back in, into one of the rooms in the, in the, in the uh, National Guard Army, and he showed me how to take that fall. He said, you have to do it this way, because if you don't do it this way, uh, you'll have a concussion. But if you do what I tell you to do and not what these other clowns will tell you to do, you'll you'll get put over so big you won't know what's happening. I said, okay, and I'm a good learner, uh, Papa Stro. Mm-hmm. So he taught me exactly how to break the fall when they slammed about a four-foot-by-four-foot four metal plate on my head. So, mm-hmm. And I knew I could do it. So um, there, and then they grabbed me from the announcing table. Of course, it was a blood seeker again. And he got this big old four-foot-by-four-foot four piece of metal, and he slammed it down on my head. And I stood up, turned around, and just passed right out on the, on the, uh, on the, on the ring, in the ring. And then he and the American GI picked me up and threw me in the coffin and slammed the door on, the, on that coffin. Now, I'm going to tell you what, I knew to keep my hands inside, or I would have no hands left. So... Um, they did it then then so then they carried the coffin out and then everything was over and then Bloodseekers first he said, Did we hurt you? God, it looked like I really hit you hard. And I got up and said, uh, it was fine. I didn't hurt at all. And it kind of pissed him off a little bit that I kind of I listened to the stallion. He was always right when he'd tell you how to how to how to take a fall. And I never had a problem. Now I told you this, we were in Camden, because if, in case people don't know, Papa Stray goes to a lot of my Comic Cons and festivals. And I was telling him about this. He said, John, John, you shouldn't have been doing that. John, stallion thinking. I, I, don't, I don't know. I thought it was great. I was thrilled. So <laughs> that was another defining moment. And I haven't done it. We did it a couple of times until it started getting old and, and everything. But, but I loved it. And, and so that was, you know. And I announced. I got to meet a lot of folks. When we were in Mooresville. You know, Nelson Royal had that Western wear shop in Mooresville. Yes, it would come yes, over from time sure to did. time. 
Mm-hmm. And he never got to talk to anybody because he talked he talked to me the entire time. I was the biggest Nelson Royal and Paul Jones fan when I was growing up. And golly, it was so great to talk to him and hear all this stuff. And he'd just come over because he knew I was going to monopolize his time. But you know what? Don't wrestlers wrestlers really love fans that are interested in their career? Correct, Papa Stroh. Oh, of course. It's, you know, I mean, kind of like the nature of the beast. Like we do what we do. <laughs> I mean, that's right. And if we're, I, the, and fans, if we're about, the fans, we wouldn't be doing anything, you know what I mean? And I was telling him <laughs> about some of his matches that I saw at the, the old Charlotte Park Center. It's now the Grady Cole Center. And I had my parents take me there once a month, my poor father who had to get up at 6 o'clock in the morning. And he'd have to drag us, you know, because I, ha- I had to go to the Grady Cole Center and watch wrestling. It was just, it was just wonderful. So uh, I had a great, I had a great childhood. I had parents that put up with me in wrestling, and then uh, here I am starting in the working world. And the guy says, "Yeah, we got a room, and we're professional wrestlers." And I just went tilt. <laughs> so that's the story of how I got into wrestling, and uh, it was great. Mm, interesting. So, uh, I hope so. And plus, the announcer also had to uh, take care of the concession. Did you know that? <laughs> and oh, my God. The announcer, and the announcer, at the end of the concession time, had to run through the crowd and sell the 50-50 ticket. Oh, my That's goodness. the announcer got. Oh, the announcer had a lot of duties in the uh, Professional Wrestling Federation. Talk, talking about delegating authority. <laughs> Oh, and and the and the announcer I found out that first night was responsible for mopping the uh, the floor. Oh dear lord! Oh goodness! I mean, that's uh, you know, what, what a what else? I mean, what a welcome to the business. <laughs> well, I just I just assumed that that's the way it was, and I was so thrilled to get to mop the floor. We just don't know. Oh my goodness. Well, that's it. That's yeah. it. You, you, you were living the dream. <laughs> well, I was until we got some new wrestlers in. And then I found mm-hmm. out the new guys got to mop the floor. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I had to train them the first couple of weeks. Oh, oh gosh. We were always known for leaving the National Art Armory as clean as anybody. We had to keep up that. Uh, a lot of those wrestling uh, leagues or, or uh, promotions did not. But then huh. came my, my, my the real defining moment. Uh, it turns okay. out the radical was a vi- was a video editor. And he had equipment and everything, and so Stallion had a uh, he had a suntan booth uh, or room in some in some house and over in kind of the, the one of the seedier sides of Charlotte. And so yeah. we were all sitting there together one night, and I, I forget who came up with it. Someone came up with the idea that we needed to start a television show called PWF Live. Now, oh. how, how how do you think I felt when we were going to have a, a, a television show? So I went, I went around yeah. to all the TV stations in Charlotte, and I found out on Channel 18, which was the biggest, we could get on for about $200 a week. At mm-hmm. two thirty a.m. on Friday night, they were they they, oh. they had to get to get rid of that. It was like how on <laughs> earth? So you know, two fifty. And so what we did is we it was Brutus McNasty the Breeze, and it was the 
stallion. It was me in the middle, and we were standing behind the um, the counter where you know he took people's money. And so we uh-huh. would talk about this past week's wrestling and then what was going to happen. Then they would always get mad at each other, and they'd always start beating on each other. Except I was in the middle of it, so I was the one that got beat up every week. <laughs> oh wow, buddy! I was living the dream, and so that got yeah. me. And everybody, a lot of our fans would watch it because they just wanted to see how long it would take for me to fall to the ground and get beat up. So, <laughs> so, yeah, so was, tell us about that. Yeah, tell us about uh, you know you got uh, the Scary Cast podcast going on. You have the Murder One Two Three going on. I mean, you're very involved in the like the supernatural realm and, and the cryptids and all that. Uh, uh, tell us, tell us how you got started with all that. Uh, you know, I mean, you've been to so many directions through the years you know, with the wrestling. You just what you just said with your journey of the wrestling. Now, you know, with the uh, the supernatural. Tell us all about it. Okay, well, it's because of you. Ah. You were the one that got me involved in <laughs> podcasting. See, it comes right back at oh, you. Man. What ha- what happened is, uh, you know, because I have friends and I started listening to your podcast, and then you said, well, you know, you got a pretty good radio voice, and you were an announcer, and we're looking for some more shows on VSC Nation. I said, yeah, I'll be glad to do it. So we started with Comic-Con Stars. And that was back when Comic-Con was not a trademark name. And I would get guests that had been in the last couple of weeks, you know, uh, Comic-Cons. And we'd talk to them. And I asked you to be my co-host. And we had a good time for about a year. And then, all of a sudden, the name Comic-Con became something we couldn't use. So we went in several directions. We ended up with uh, pop culture stars and just talking about cool stuff. and. And so that was good. And then you know, I was in Jacksonville at Christmas, no, oh, at Thanksgiving. And I was at a friend's, Todd Saxon's uh, Christmas thing. And I met this fellow that said, golly, I know a bunch of, uh, you know, you got a podcast. I'd like to do a podcast like that. I said, well, sure. So I, I've got the name ScaryCast. So we started doing that. We did that for about three or four weeks. And I kind of, I just didn't know very much about it. So I just kind of got tired of it. And so did he. So, but it was called Scary Cast, and of course, I like horror and the supernatural. So, I said I just start the next week. It just became Scary Cast, and we started talking to folks that were, uh, you know, involved in the paranormal and everything. And my network kind of grew of of those people. We've had some folks like uh, Ed Wood, the great film director. We had his daughter Kathy Wood on the show one time. We've had a lot of really cool people as our guests. We've had you. And uh, so it was a lot of fun as I built my network, and then I started doing, instead of just Comic-Cons, I decided to do a Bigfoot conference up in Tennessee, and I met more people that could be guests on the show. And then we then came the Lizard Man Festival, started meeting those folks, and I started meeting a lot like folks like Lyle Blackwell, the artist. So as, as, I, as I turned into that network began to grow, I guess the really the most important thing became this. I mean, it was a lot of fun. I met great people. And uh, and then the network grew. The um, the co-hosts grew, first of all, was Devin Tate, a uh, comedian from Los Angeles. And then came uh, Robin McRae, who's a Bigfoot habituator. And then came Tony Filosi. 
and then came my buddy Papa Stroh, who is uh, our fourth, and uh, and that's it in terms of our our co-hosts. So I just started meeting more people, doing more paranormal events, and it was a lot of fun. It really was. So uh, I enjoy I enjoyed it a lot, and I keep doing it. Now I've got a couple of Bigfoot conferences. I've got the South Carolina Lizardman Festival. Uh, we just had that online because of COVID. Uh, putting together another one and maybe a couple of our comic cons will be coming back around as soon as life gets better so that's kind of how it all that's how it kind of all happened but you're the one that said would you be interested in doing a podcast and i jumped at it so thank you papa stro and now you're my co-host oh. and we have fun yeah. and we also mm-hmm. we also have kind of a floater called murder one two three that's kind of fun um that came oh, from a oh, bear yeah. That that was a dare from Greg Bo Watson. He said, "God, these girls are making a lot of money doing that. You couldn't do anything like that." I said, "Absolutely, I could." Murder One Two Three was online the next week, and he was laughing. He thought that was great. <laughs> so yeah, and then you, so, so you started out as a co-host, co-host of Murder One Two Three, and then we merged, we merged into the show. You can co-host the Spirit Cast, and it just gets better and better and better. So that's how I got involved in it. The you know, the paranormal stuff's always been something I enjoyed because I guess you enjoyed horror films like I did when you were a kid. You've got the Scrozo and you host a um, a horror film every week. So you're doing one one version of the paranormal and entertainment thing. I'm doing a different one uh, or two because I'm running some podcasts, uh, you know, scary casts, and then I'm also running some events. So, you know, that's kind of how it is. And it's just, just been a lot of fun. Got to, got to meet a lot of great people. Got to work some with Brady Hicks. He was a guest on one of our shows. He is now Brady Hicks' ghost hunter. Go Brady! We have seen Nation forever, right, Papa Stro? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You, you now got a fan in Brady now. Huh? <laughs> he's all about it. Oh, he's a great guy. He's really a great guy. I didn't get to know him until this. We came back around, and um, so it's just it's just been great. And we work really hard every week. Now this week, because of the coronavirus, we have a um, we have a rewind on uh, uh, Scarycast, one of our better episodes from uh, it's it's the Los Angeles Lizard People episode. So that's going to be tomorrow night, night on Friday night at from ten to eleven, and it'll no no from eleven to twelve, and then at twelve p.m. Papa Stro comes in with the Stro Zone, so we kind of feed into you. We got so BSC Nation's got a great three hours worth of overnight horror and uh you and i are uh, kind of in charge of those programs and it, it's just great dorothy's there and everybody everybody loves this thing so you know it's awesome that's kind of how i got involved in that and uh just we just keep on going i'm my business is carolina caricatures where i mean i just took an hour off here from uh this uh this wonderful time that we have flower park is full of people they got music playing. Cody is drawing like mad, and he said, "Yes, be on Stroh's show." <laughs> Trust me, thank All you, right. Cody. He, Go, he, thank he, you, Cody. He has the time <laughs> off to be. Yeah, yeah, Cody. In fact, he's just—I'm looking in his rearview mirror, and he's just drawing like mad. So you know, that's that's kind of what it is. I, I love what I do. It's great to be working like, but with real pros like you, Papa Stroh, and Brady. You guys are the best. And uh, I hope we continue this for a long time. It's a lot of fun. I wouldn't, do, I wouldn't do anything else. Oh yeah, thank you for everything, Doctor John. Uh, I'm just, 
I'm just so happy things are going great for you and, uh, you know, continued success as always. Uh, we have some callers want to uh, ask ask some questions here. Let me, let me get to you guys. That's uh, great. I'm, okay. Let's, first off, let's get to uh, Steve. I think this is Steve. Steve, welcome back, brother. How you doing? Doing good. Great, man. Uh, we got Dr. John here. Do you, do you have any questions you'd like to ask Dr. John? Um, how did you um, get into paranormal, like, before you got into podcasting? Um, I always wanted to be involved in it. I I just always did, I guess, because I watched too many horror films. And so then I got into podcasting. Then I met some Bigfoot habituators. I met some of the real superstars of the paranormal world. I actually did. I got to meet them, and that kind of fueled the fire. I really enjoy it. I know them. I spent my time uh, away from Myrtle Beach during the hurricane was spent at some friend's house where they have a clan of Bigfoot behind their house, and I saw one this this, uh, past weekend. I sure did. And so it just, as I got to meet people and then find some of these A-listers in the paranormal world, it's just, it's been great. And they're nice people. They really are. So just always wish to do it. And please be careful what you wish for. You may receive it. And I did. And Here we have, um, I think this is Malcolm from Las Vegas. Uh, Malcolm, welcome to WCB Retro. How you doing, man? Hey, Papa Stroke. Hey, uh, Dr. John, I love your interview. It's great. Um, Thank you. I wanted to ask you because me and David Arquette are going to be doing a movie about I think it's Bozo the Clown as a character. And I've never okay. been in acting before. I've never had an acting lesson. And my approach to this, when I do this, is I just want to work on what I got to do. I don't want to focus on, you know, if this person's here and I, I want to meet him and that kind of stuff. I just want to do, I want to be a team player. You know, I'm sure that's how you were when you first started out. You just wanted to do what you had to do. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, I meant, okay, you know, third week in, uh, first week was Nightmare, uh, Jimmy Valiant's manager. I can't remember, you know, it's funny, it's like, who who remembers the second song on MTV? We all know the first one, and we know the third one. So the third one was, was Papa Stroh. I was honored that he was on the show, and I just, I said, well, I don't care if he says no, I'm just going to ask him. So, yeah, I just, I made it a friend thing. I got I got people that I counted as my friends. And that's who I started interviewing, and that's kind of the way it's always been. I, other than Kathy Wood, Ed Wood's daughter, most everyone that I interview is a friend. We have a good time. We have a mutual connection. We've been together well, at an Dr. event. John, Dr. John, I've never met you before, but you can consider me your friend. Papa Stroke can too. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, we got, we got, we got, we got to talk. I, I got to get you on one of my shows, Malcolm. I bet you'd be great. Well, I'd love to do your show. I do your show in a heartbeat, and I want well, Papa Stroh and Chaz Moretti to do it with me. If that's okay. All right. No, absolutely. No, he he he's one of my co-hosts. You just get you just get him anyway. That's great. <laughs> we've had Chaz Moretti on there. We've had we've had Granny Hulkster. You know, on, on, and I, I'd put you on Scary Cat. I think. Malcolm, I think you're pretty scary, and take that as a compliment. <laughs> I think I am, too. All right. I believe we have um, we have uh, 
The Amazing Velvet joining us. The Amazing Velvet, how you doing, brother? Welcome back, man. Hey, what's up, everybody? Velvet! Velvet! Yes, sir. <laughs> we got the man of the hour, Dr. John. I, I got, Velvet. Yeah, I got a question for Dr. John. Yes, sir. Dr. John, if you had one thing and all of that between the wrestling your podcast and your your paranormal and all that, what would be the one thing that you would like to go back and redo or do the same? What would I like to redo? Either have a redo or have that redo moment, you know, say you'd still do it the same, but, or you just, you know, you would like to see it again. All right. Believe it or not, this is what I would like to redo. I I got sick on a Friday night when you guys were doing wrestling and Susan Green was there. And I wanted to meet Susan Green so badly and I was sick. And I've never told this to anybody. I just didn't show up. I didn't want to see her. Nobody wants to say they're sick. I wanted to meet Susan Green so badly because she is, I guess, my only potential living connection with the fabulous Moolah who is right. somebody I almost got to talk to, and then she, she passed yeah. away. I probably, right. If I could have just talked to her. And Susan Green and she has so many great stories. I think those lady wrestlers are the coolest thing, and I'd really like to have some of them on, on a show and get to talk to them and, and get that down on tape. Um, okay. Any connection with the fabulous Moolah, and, and I couldn't do it because I was sick. And believe it or not, it was right. it had to do with your show. I should have wow. stopped throwing up down there. I should have. <laughs> John, what about Wendy Richter? Did you do, would you like to do an interview with Wendy Richter? Oh, my God, would I ever. Well, Dr. John, do you remember who Desiree Peterson was? Yeah, Desiree Susan Green. I like it. Well, Malcolm does. Well, he remembers. <laughs> well, Desiree Peterson, Desiree Peterson was actually trained at the dungeon in Canada because she she loved the she loved Owen Hart, and uh, oh, wow. they would secretly they would secretly disappear together when they were <laughs> training at Stu Hart's dungeon. And uh, oh, they, they, they were busy working on uh, on uh, on the uh, spinning toes, I'm sure. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure, but she ended up staying there, and she kept saying, I want to go to Moolah's, I want to go to Moolah's, and Stu Hart said, no, you're going to train here, and then Stu Hart later said that that was the biggest mistake that he made, is not letting her go to to Moolah's, so um, we'll never know, because she ended up wrestling for a very short time in the WWF, and then basically did some indie shows, but really never stayed in the business. But she okay. was quoted by Vince McMahon. She was the rookie of the year in the for the women in whatever year it was in the 80s. Yeah. So, anyway. Wow. Yep. Well, yeah, now you, you know what I would like a, to redo. Yeah, we can, we can do that. <laughs> We can do that. Do you think you can get it down there? And, we, and, 
might Rocket add Lake. might add might add a little Judy Martin in on that on for you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Judy but, Martin. <laughs> That way I can get you two for one. I can get both of them both of them meet you at the same time. <laughs> got to got to get a picture. We got to do we got to do some interviews and Velvet. Oh yeah. Scro help me interview the, the you and me and and, and Scro. Would y'all help me interview whichever ones would let us interview them? Absolutely. Oh, that'd be that'd great. Be great. Hey, um, I got another question. That's all right. Go for sure. it, Steve. Um, is there something that you picked up from working with Stallion or others that you, from wrestling that you kind of remember to this day? Mm. Yeah, Stallion said it was the first time I had heard this phrase, and I really, really liked it. He said, I don't let anyone curse in my shows. You can curse one time, and it'll get a pop, and it'll never get a pop again. But a good drop kick or a good off-the-third turnbuckle will get a pop every time. And that's the way we run. And basically he's saying good quality wrestling is what people will like. Is that correct, yeah. Joe? Oh, yeah. I mean, even like the most ex- like extreme promotions for ECW, for example, I mean, they still promoted good wrestling matches. And so the CZW as well. So, yeah, good wrestling always gets over. It really does, and he said that every day. Is that Malcolm? No. <laughs> I forgot to say hello to Steve. Sorry about that, Steve. Okay. No. Hey, hey. Steve. <laughs> hey, Velvet. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. <laughs> It almost sounded like cartoon, cartoons in the background. I was here expecting Porky Pig to come up any time saying, Oh, Lord. Oh, wow. <laughs> great. <Absolutely>. Go home, <laughs> folks. That was great. Right? Oh, man. Hey, Papa Stroh. Papa yes. Stroh, I need, I, I need to make an announcement. I need to make an open go, call. Go for it. Yes, sir. Okay. Because I, because I love writing books on horror stories, I'm putting together a book called The Haunted Ring. If anybody, I've already done a, a Papa Stroh interview. I've done, I've done a Granny Hulkster interview. If anybody has got a ghost story or any kind of a paranormal story related to wrestling, hit me up on uh, on Messenger and let me know because I'd like to interview you. This is something I'd like to get out. I say next March, and I've got I've got a list of folks that I want to talk to about it. But if anybody's got a story that I don't know about, Malcolm of Velvet or Steve, or, God, I or, definitely or got one for you. All right, I definitely got a couple. I actually got a couple. Is, it, is this Velvet? Nice. Yeah, this is Velvet. I got a couple. All right, well here's <laughs> the deal, Velvet. Let me let me message you. On uh, Facebook, yeah. I think we're friends, and I want I want to yeah, schedule an interview with you. Is that cool? Yeah, that'd be yeah, that work. I think it'd be great because I mean I want to probably oh, get yeah. into the story a little bit, and you yeah, and, and not let it get out because I want it to be kind of a surprise and part of the book. And uh, fine, yeah, we'll, we'll even probably. do a little wrestling. We'll, do, we'll even do a little bit of yep. wrestling stuff. Well, it actually has to involve a little bit of that too, so. <laughs> Well, good. It, it better because I mean that's why we know you. That's why you're a superstar. 
you're, you're here and uh, and all that. So anyway, right. still kicking. <laughs> like Molly Shannon, superstar, uh, superstar. <laughs> all right, jazz hands. <laughs> right. oh, can I tell my Camden Comic Con story? Sure, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead you remember yeah. it, don't you? <laughs> yes, sir. So, so normally when when Papa Stroke comes to my events, we're he, he's he's my roommate because we laugh and talk, and and then he'll stay up until seven in the morning watching wrestling in Australia, and I don't know how he makes it the next nice. day. <laughs> nice. I'm a student of the game. Super. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. So, so here's what right. right. We, we were going to have the first international Krampus. That's the anti-Santa Claus. We were going to Krampus. do it. We were yes. going to, yeah, the Krampus. We were going to do it in uh, in Camden, South Carolina, at Historical Camden. Well, the week before, because we'd advertised it and everything, the week before, a number of religious organizations in town had a meeting, and they wrote a nasty letter oh. to me saying that I was bringing the devil to expose the devil to the children of Camden, which couldn't have been farther from the truth, okay? I just saw some kind of fun that people would like. So the it was Friday like night before, I, I, I had seen the like, yeah, no. I had seen the letter, all this stuff. I was, I was mortified. So the Friday night before the event on Saturday, so Stro is there trying to get some sleep. I'm pacing back and forth and back and forth. I said, Stro, if this thing gets out, I mean, Fox News, Fox News would like nothing better than to portray me as the promoter bringing the devil to Camden. Exactly. I started laughing. Then about 30 minutes later, after I kept pacing and walking back and forth, he said, you've already said this enough times now. I said, well, I know, but I'm really scared. And he finally said, well, you can be tired and scared, or you can get some sleep and feel good and be scared. Go to bed. <laughs> I'm trying to get some sleep. So, so I said, great idea. And I jumped on my bed, and I never woke up until 6 o'clock till we, till we hit Waffle House. It was hysterical. And then, believe it or not, it was 37 degrees, windy, and raining that entire day. And they never no. showed up to protest because they were going to show up to protest. It was going to be awful. And... Uh, the Lord protects people that run Krampus festivals and Comic Cons. I'll tell you that. I was petrified. Mm-hmm. And Stro, Stro will tell you, was I scared that night? Oh boy, oh boy, was he! <laughs> 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 it, yep. And and, and it's very uh-oh. rare that Doctor John gets scared too. Very rare. Uh oh. I, I was that, scared. I was yes. petrified. Cancel I, I, I was looking for Kathleen Bates. To come up anytime and say, Don't don't mess with that, Bobby. That's the devil. <laughs> you got it, buddy. Yeah, I, I was I was scared. That is about as that's about as scared as when I saw Bigfoot. L D L Right. Never dull moment, Dr. Jones. Never dull moment. No, I love it. I love it. Yeah, that's, doc, that's it. Now I got John, somebody new to interview. What? Or or when my sister saw the zodiac and got scared, and I had to go down the hall 
to turn on the, uh, you know, the whatever the fuse or whatever it was. I had to go to the fuse and, and put one in because my sister was scared of the Zodiac. <sighs> wow. That doesn't sound like any fun. <laughs> I like the dark. I used to change wire lines in the dark in the army. Somehow that doesn't surprise me, Malcolm. <laughs> no, I think he did. Stro, I think he did. Absolutely. I'm, I'm a believer, Malcolm. I'm a believer. <laughs> You're a believer, yep. I am too. And uh, I am you know, too, Dr. John. I believe in both of you. All of you. Okay. Well, that's that's wonderful. <laughs> Don't stop believing. Yeah, like, like like Journey says, right? Don't stop believing. That's exactly right. And Papa Stro, I really appreciate you having me on here to tell my side of the story. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've, I've had my hour away from work, and I think Cody's uh, glaring at me saying, "John, you need to come back to work." But this is the most fun. Thank you so much. This has been my this has been my first real interview with anyone, and it came with one of the best wrestlers in the world, Papa Stro. And yeah. You got, oh, you got to, you got to thank this guy for everything that he's done. Um, Papa Stro, I got to, my final story. I got to tell him about how I met you in Virginia Beach. This is okay. it is too funny. It's too funny. So Cody and I are doing caricatures at Cloudwater Comic Con, and some dude. Some weird dude, I didn't know who he was, came walking down with his girlfriend, and he said, do you like wrestling? I said, well, yeah, I mean, I used to announce. He said, well, Jake the Snake Roberts and Maestro are up there. I said, well, well, well cool, and we were real busy. So then he comes back, he says, well, you haven't been up to see him yet. So what was his name? He turns out to be a fairly well-known director. What was his name? Yeah, oh, yeah, Jonathan Moody from Six Foot Productions. Yeah, that was yeah. Good. I mean, he and, I, he and I are friends on Facebook and everything. So anyway, he said you haven't been up to see him, and I looked at Cody and I rolled my eyes. I said, "Let me just a minute. Let me go. See, let me go see Jake the Snake Roberts because I forgot who else he said, but he just kept telling me come see Jake Snake." So I went up and talked to Jake, and he knew Stallion, and uh, you know, blah blah blah. It was great. We had a nice five minutes. I said, "I got to go." I looked around and mm-hmm. see anybody else, so I came down. So here he comes back in fifteen minutes. Said, "But you didn't talk to the Maestro." I said, "The Maestro wasn't there." I said, "I didn't see him." He's there now. He wants to talk to you. <laughs> I don't know how true that was. So then I, I look at Cody and I double roll my eyes. I said, "Let me go say hello to the maestro before this guy dies on us." You know. So I go up there. <laughs> I didn't come back for a minute. We started talking, and so we haven't stopped it yet, have we? Sure haven't. <laughs> And so that's how it was. It was like this guy kept wanting me to come back and talk to you. I said, I've got to work. And then sure enough, there was so, and we had the best time. And and then and then the last thing I'll say is, so I'm talking to Stro. I said, you know, some guy was a professional wrestler at the Sumter Comic Con, and he said, you know wrestlers. I said, yeah. And so Stro was booked that day. I said, can you find me just somebody, just anybody, you know? Somebody's a wrestler. He said, "Yeah, I'll find you somebody." So I got this text about ten minutes later, and it said, "Ivan Koloff, two five two, and then some phone number." So I called Stro up, and I said, "Stro, I mean, don't mess with me. You know, <laughs> you know I'm not going to get Ivan Koloff." He said, "Uncle Ivan is waiting for you to call him." <laughs> 
And I said, oh, I'll call you back. I called that number, and I'll be damned. It was Ivan Koloff. Well, Strode well, had a call back for about two and a half hours because I was talking to him. It was like the magical moment. You know, here I am, and I had him at the, the second Cape Fear Comic Con, one of the nicest men you've ever met, just such a smart guy, uh, right before he started having health problems. And Stroh, thanks so much. That was another two-and-a-half-hour magical moment, courtesy of you. And I got to talk to him when he came to the, you know, came to the, to the, to the Comic-Con, and he was so popular. You know, people say, oh, oh, old athletes aren't very popular, because I had Roman Gabriel, the, the, the quarterback of the L.A. Rams back in the day. Nobody went and saw him. There was a line out the door to see, to see Ivan Koloff. And you know, because it was Ivan Koloff. Because it was thanks. That's the magic word. Because it was Ivan Koloff. It wasn't Roman Gabriel. It was Ivan Koloff. That's That's right. Come on, man. Every boy's dream is to meet Ivan Koloff and talk about the casket match. Yes, yes. uh, He's the guy who beat Bruno San Martino. Come on, I would have loved to meet Roman Gabriel. Because you, you needed a quarterback, he, that's why. He was not a happy family. He was not like my Vic. He didn't get a good because everybody was over there with Ivan Koloff. Because he was Ivan Koloff. <laughs> Malcolm would have put so Ivan Koloff in the quarterback for the Raiders, too, because he needs a quarterback. <laughs> yeah. No, no yeah. not the team in the 70s. The team today needs a quarterback. You're just going to keep the drunk at quarterback. Okay, I got you. <laughs> hey, Stroh. I'm surprised. Stroh. I'm yes. surprised. Yes. You know why he didn't laugh? Go ahead. Go ahead, Steve. <laughs> I was going to ask, uh, do you think uh, Marty Gennetti will be an episode of Murder 123 coming soon? <laughs> oh, probably. Wow. probably. I love Marty Gennetti. That yeah, cold man, that, that, files. Yeah, hey, Dr. John, you never know. You may have a future guest. <laughs> Possibly. Unbelievable. We'll do, what we, we'll do what we can. Well, guys, I'm going to have to get back to work so I can make a living and keep this dream alive. Stro, again, thank That's you. Right. It's a real honor to be your guest. I'll be back next no, week. thank you, Dr. John. On, uh, on uh, WCW Retro and every, everybody listen to us uh, next Dr. Monday night. Yeah. The pleasure yes, was all mine. <laughs> Thank you, Malcolm. Thank you, Malcolm. It was, it was great. Uh, oh yeah. And I'll and, and I'll see you I'll see you with Papa Stro Monday night on Scarycast with Robin, Tony Pelosi, and Devin Tate from Hollywood, our man from Hollywood, and Papa Stro. God bless. It was great. And I'll talk to you soon, okay? All right. Thank you so much, Dr. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you have a good night. Yeah. Guys, thank you and, so much. Uh, that, I'll jump off. Bye-bye. Hey, take care, Dr. John. Thank bye, you. bye, buddy. That was Dr. John. Special. Great Malcolm, to have uh, Malcolm, with him. Good stuff. Malcolm, and, and I will trade you a first-round draft pick if you will take <laughs> Dr. John as your quarterback. Oh, I'll take him. I'll take Dr. John. I'll take you, Malcolm. <laughs> I want to meet you. you know, oh, my goodness. I'm no better. I love well, this. so fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, the fun's just so beginning. Where's Brian uh, get, at? Where's Brian? Well, we're waiting for Brian. And, 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 and while we're waiting for Brian and his uh, 
Uh, and I'm looking for while we are waiting for (laughs) Brian Bond and his auction, Malcolm, (laughs) we have another special caller calling in. All right. Okay. And his name is Chaz Moretti. My brother, Chaz. All right. Thank you for that. All right, Malcolm, calm down. I know, right? That's your one warning for the next. Calm down. Easy crowd tonight. Chad already came came into the show just like Eric Bischoff did last night. Hot bag. Chad's already now. Wait a second. Do not insult me. I didn't insult you. I said you came in in like he came in. Oh, you put me in in the same voice with Eric Bischoff? With gray hair? No, no. I'm bad. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> Don't make fun of I'm back. Better. Better than ever. I got one problem I wanted to talk to Dr. John about, but since he's gone, I'll talk to you guys about it. You know, awesome. I've been saying the word Beetlejuice three times for the last <laughs> month and still the word Chicago's on. Dude, dude, dude. Yes. dude, I'm coming loaded with all my ammo and my guns waiting for the for the zombies to start walking into my yard. I mean, Beetlejuice, 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 and she's still on television every day. Right? Oh, my goodness. Awesome. Oh, my God. Well, as positive we see, because the auction man is here. <laughs> Yay. Brian Vaughn, how you doing, brother? Hey, Welcome back. hey I'm doing good. Uh, this yeah, is Brian, the first. If you, uh, Brian, if you don't brother. have, if, if, shut up, Malcolm. Brian, if you don't have a gold, if you don't have a gold dust to, uh, to give away, forget it. Okay. <laughs> well, this is going to be an interesting auction, guys. I've got, uh, I've got TV, memorabilia, uh, Action figures, NFL caps. So uh, this is going to be very interesting. Uh, uh, the first, first item up, uh, <laughs> the Dukes of Hazard, uh, three vehicle, action chase set, die cast metal. It's a General Lee, Roscoe Pico trains car, right there, right there. and Ball right Paul there. car. <laughs> Right there, so, that racist. I can't buy it. So, <laughs> want to ask you, uh, right now yeah, I'm going to yeah. start the bidding at fifty dollars. Do I hear fifty dollars? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. Fifty My brother loves it generally. Hey, brother. Okay, unless you do fifty. You're paying me fifty dollars for this gig. <laughs> is that is that serious, Malcolm? Fifty dollars. It ain't no for what? Okay, it's uh. Oh my god. Ready? Okay, so do I do I hear fifty five dollars? <laughs> okay, fifty going once. Oh, Chad. going twice. Sold to Malcolm Wildman. Chaz, can you take over? Chaz, can you please take over? <laughs> I told you okay. he's going to be out fifteen hundred dollars okay. in the next five minutes. Okay, Here right, we go. Next, next uh, <laughs> next, uh <laughs> next, 
That's awesome, Malcolm. You're going to make some new... Okay. You're going to make some new friends in Las Vegas with that. Next item (laughs) up. Uh, Goldberg. WCW Goldberg. World Championship Wrestling. Let Ryan talk. Yep, Ryan talk. Okay, WCW. Yeah, WCW yeah, World Championship Wrestling, uh, <laughs> twenty-four karat gold Goldberg car, starting this uh, at fifteen dollars, fifteen dollars okay. for Goldberg, twenty-four karat gold uh, Goldberg car. It's a car, a car. It's it's a car, Malcolm. Malcolm, like you drive a car. <laughs> Okay. Fifteen dollars going once. Fifteen dollars going twice. Uh, no love for Goldberg. Oh Goldberg's head. out. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. Oh, poor okay. Goldberg. Next, we have uh, we have Chief Wahoo McDaniel, wrestling figure. Uh, he's he's out of the pack, but he is in great condition. Uh, I'm going to go for starting off bid at $25. He's not $25 for Chief Wahoo McDaniel. I'm out of the bag. Okay. (laughs) Going once. (laughs) Twice. Okay. Chief Wahoo McDaniel's on the side. Okay. Oh, man, they can't say the Wahoo, man. I can't believe it. (laughs) Next up, we have have in the pack uh, TNA Wrestling Genesis Series 1, AJ Styles. I'm going to start this one at $15. Is it an action figure? It is an action figure. AJ Styles, Series 1, Genesis. The figure community. <laughs> going, <laughs> going, going fifteen dollars. Go ahead, Steve. Going community. <laughs> going twice. Anyone fifteen dollars? AJ Styles. Okay. AJ Styles. No, okay. <laughs> Next up. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we got a, we got a uh, loose figure. Out of the pack. Uh, what happened to the it podcast? It is Carlito. Carlito, WWE. two of them. Okay, he's got two wow. of them. You want three more? You have three amigos. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're going to start this one at $8. Right. <laughs> going once. $8 going Santa. twice. And Carlito gets no love, and he pities the fool. Anyway. Uh, Okay. Sounds like it's <laughs> Okay, so next, next item up. <laughs> oh god. This is a uh this is still in the pack. Uh, it's NFL uh, NFL football player for the Baltimore uh for the Baltimore Ravens, uh Jamal oh Lewis. God, Ravens. Still in the pack. Ravens. Ravens. No, Jamal Jamal Lewis. Lewis. Oh, Series Jamal. eight. Baltimore Ravens still in the pack. Uh, I'm gonna start this at twenty dollars. <laughs> uh, do I hear twenty dollars? Going once. Unless you're giving it to me. Going twice. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. No love for Jamal Lewis. Okay, now this this next set is very interesting. 
It is two uh, classic VHS wrestling tapes. Too hot for the, I think it says WWE, I believe. It's uh, Rumbling on the Mat, part one and two, wrestling's sickest moments. They paid their dues in blood, pro wrestling Hall of Fame collector series. And uh, mm-hmm. looks like we got Mad Dog Vashon on, on the front of one of them in the original sheet. Oh, wow. And uh, we've got, uh, let's see here, on the other one. Is it a DVD? It is a VHS tape. Both of them are VHS tapes. <laughs> um, on one of them, we got Abdul the Butcher on the back. Uh, I don't know who that guy is. He's fighting. Uh, we got. But these are VHS tapes. And I'm going to start the bidding. Sorry about that. You're calling the show. Sorry about that. I'll talk to you. Oh, that's okay. Okay. What's going on here, Mike? I'm going to. I'm going to start the bidding Hello, for the two VHS hey, Mike, tapes. Mike. Uh, okay. Uh, Dr. Jones, hi, Mike. Where, where's, uh, where's Wardlow when we need him? Where's Wardlow when we need him? Security. Wardlow. Where's the library? You, really you really don't want to answer that. You really don't want me to answer that question. Where's the library? So I want to keep going. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> okay. No, he's he's no, working in JF, but... <laughs> okay, so we got two VHS tapes, classic uh, Rumbling on the Mat, part one or two. I'm going to no. go for 15, starting at 15 for both of them. First of um, all, if you have a VHS, if anybody has a VHS player, they're great because I haven't had one in at least 12 years. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, we're going once. Going twice, <laughs> and no love for those guys. Okay, okay. Next, we got a classic uh, AWA figure, Terry Bam Bam Gordy, with a wow. red robe. Uh, Terry Bam Bam Gordy. I'm going to start the auction at forty dollars, and he's he's out of the pack, but he's in great condition. Oh, nope. Not mint Forget that. Okay. <laughs> so we got no love for Terry Bam Bam out of the pack. Okay. Next, no we got. Let's see what we got. Okay. Next, we got. We got. We got out of the. <laughs> out of the pack, a great figurine. Uh, the governor, former governor of the uh, Minnesota, Jesse the Body Ventura, as governor. Navy SEAL. Um, I'm going to start this at $15. Is it a so, figure? It, it is a figure, and it's very tall. It, it is actually the, in a box or out of a box? It's out of the box. Out. It's okay. out of the box. It's not, it's not Jack in the Box, is it? It's out no. Of the box. <laughs> no, that's stupid. <laughs> okay. So, $15 going once. Going twice. <laughs> Anybody for the former governor? Okay. And, okay. So, he's out. Okay. I'm on Zoom. I have seen things that will blow your mind. Next. Right. Next. 
Now, listen to this one. This is a deal. Oh, boy. Oh, here we go. All right. Original A-team cards, trading cards, all in the pack. They're still in their original box. The top of the Mm -hmm. box, there there is no covering, but they're all in the pack, original packaging. Uh, There is a little wear and tear on the box. Yes, all the cards are in the set. How much? How much? I want it. How much? Okay. I'm starting the bid at... No way. You crazy? I'm starting the bid (laughs) at $50. Oh, way. $50. I'm starting the bid. $50? 50 for the A-team. Hey, put me down for for Mr. T. I'm paying the fool that don't bid $50. So you want you want all the eighteen cards? <laughs> yeah, because I met Murdoch. White stuff. He was cool as hell. Okay, so I'm gonna write you down, Malcolm. Yeah, you look. You got me for hundred dollars. Uh, okay. Do it. Do it. Do a price check <laughs> off there. Right. Yeah. Price. <laughs> price check. Price check. Aisle one. Price check. Price check. Aisle one. <laughs> <laughs> I need a price check on Bad Yourself. Okay. Somebody's a big fat flaming hot man right now. So, next. Next up, we have, still in the pack, uh, NASCAR NASCAR racer legend, Dale Earnhardt Sr., winner yeah. circle. Uh, and he is still in the pack. Brand new with the card. That's a... Uh, it's the little uh, miniature car you can put on your shelf or whatever. Uh, I'm going to start wheel? the... Uh, do what now, Michael? Is it a Hot Wheel? Or a it, yes, it is a Hot Wheel, yes. Okay. It's a, a little bitty uh, the little bitty car. I'm gonna oh, start the, boy. I'm going to start the bidding um, at $30 for Dale Earnhardt Sr. Uh, I'll once. give you my autograph. Hey, I, you pay me 30 bucks, I'll send you an autograph picture. <laughs> okay, he's out. Okay. Oh, I got you down. Let me write that down. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's see what we got next here. Next, next we got a, a classic. Uh, we got a classic Star Trek figure. Is that is out of the out of the pack? Is not in the pack. Mm. Uh, uh, Colonel Colonel or Captain Miles O'Brien from Star uh, Star Trek. Uh, and we're gonna start the bidding at five dollars. Start the bidding at five dollars. No, my goodness. Now you're five from Miles O'Brien out of the pack. Star Wars. Okay. No, Star Wars. I mean, oh, Star Trek. Star, Star Wars, Trek. You get me Star all Trek, up, Some kind of crap like that, right? Okay. Next. Next, we've got a TNA figure in the pack. Uh, okay. Uh, Jeff Jarrett, Genesis Series One. And I'm starting starting that at fifteen dollars. Malcolm's going to spend all his. Uh, Oh, his uh, inheritance tonight. <laughs> do, I, do I hear fifteen dollars? 
Do what? Do what, Malcolm? If it was an eight by ten, I'd get it flat neck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we're gonna leave that. We're gonna uh, put that one over to the side. And oh <laughs> let's let see see what we got here next. We got a uh, Undertaker. I like the Mexican music. I love it. Who's playing? We got it. an Undertaker <laughs> out of the pack. Uh, he's sticking his tongue uh, out. And we're going to start at $5 for Undertaker. <laughs> out of the pack, we're sticking his tongue out. So, who? Uh, $5 going once. For who? $5 going twice. <laughs> and we have no we have no, no takers Undertaker. All right, next we got... <laughs> we got AWA. <laughs> we got AWA. The Iron uh, Brothers out of the pack. The Iron Iron Brothers. Uh, oh, Scott and Steve Irwin. Irwin. Oh, you said Irwin. Yeah, Irwin. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Irwin. Oh, Irwin Brothers. Irwin. We got the Irwin. I can't even talk. The Irwin Brothers <laughs> out of the pack. <laughs> We're gonna start the bidding at twenty-five dollars. Do I hear twenty-five dollars for the they Irwin Brothers? They didn't even get paid when they wrestled. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so, wait <laughs> five going once. Hey brother, where's my paycheck at? Going twice. Okay, the Aaron brothers are out of there. How many more items we got to go, Brian? We have. Let's go. We got three more items thrown, and that's it. Three more. Okay, let's roll with them now. Okay, next item up. Is a loose, <laughs> loose figure out of the pack. I'm saying loose because it is kind of loose. All right. But it's out it. of the pack. It's Templeton Peck <laughs> of the A team. Face. Uh, I'm going to start the bidding. Get $20 out of the pack for Face from the A team. Uh, $20 going once. Nice. $20 going twice. Okay. Okay, next we've got. Rick the model Martell AWA figure with uh, no uh, no coat and I'm going to start the do, do what now Malcolm? Did he have the championship belt? They no it's just AWA it's just Rick Martell AWA there's no belt there's no robe <laughs> just Martell so wow. <laughs> okay now on. The last, the last uh, <laughs> item up for auction. The last, which I, which I think, How? yeah, How the last. Yes. Um, okay, the last Younger is in here. <laughs> oh my goodness! The, uh, okay, come on, man. Okay, the the last item uh, up is uh, is uh let's see, we got a we got a little W WCW Hot Wheel car uh, out of the pack. Uh, Booker uh, T, WCW Hot Wheel car. Anybody give some love for the Stroh's good buddy Booker T, five time world champion. And we're gonna start we're gonna start the bidding at five dollars for Booker T out of the pack. You'll take it. Okay, Malcolm. Okay, second soda. This is over. 
and Malcolm is yeah. a big boy, and he's gonna be, and he's gonna be hungry for the next week. <laughs> you got me, you got me for hundred five dollars. Yeah, yeah, we know he robbed you for hundred five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's <laughs> Thank you, Brian. This, this, is, this is the work. You're right. You got that right. <laughs> oh man, that that was tremendous. Oh, that was something. Oh man, that was something else. Uh, that was probably right. the first show, wasn't it? <laughs> that was that was at first, yes, no doubt. Oh, definitely. We're still recovering. We need to hear from. We need to hear from Chaz. <laughs> Chaz is the man. Yeah, Chaz. I'm still trying to. I don't know. It's all good. I think it's Malcolm. Of Going for fifteen hundred, yeah. that was wrong. Well, yeah, you know what? Start the honors. <laughs> I'll it, let you start the yeah. honors for old school matches. Throw one on us, brother. Save us. No problem. Hey, I do want to. Hey, I do Brian. Make one comment. Yeah. Uh, ahead, do a please. Facebook Live with your items, so that way we can see it. Okay, yeah, yeah, great. That's, yeah, that's what I wanted to actually do. <laughs> I don't show them, right. but uh, let Chaz be. Yeah. Okay. You guys All right, I'm in. Hey, hey uh, Malcolm. Really? You want to see the heel part of me? I can come out. Yeah, thank you. I'll go heel on you. Don't start. Mm. <laughs> One thing I did want to say to my to my friend Steve. Damn you for yeah. turning me into an AEW mark. I can't get enough of that stuff now. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Thanks for joining us. Wonderful, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so for old, old school match for tonight, I am going to go back to a match that I saw yesterday for the first time. And it was out in Japan in 76. And it was Mil Mascaras versus the Destroyer. Oh, and yeah. Nice. Nice. Not only was it a great technical match, but neither one sold for the other, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> That's funny. Right. Now, no, you all Malcolm. Check that out. I'll definitely I'll have to Malcolm. check that out. I'll give you a Chat? separate match just because we want to pay homage to her since she's passed on. And um, we're going to give you a match between Becky the Farmer's daughter or Sally the Farmer's daughter, Becky Mullen. Uh, versus Palestina from Glow back in 85. Uh, Becky unfortunately passed this week due to cancer. Oh, no. Sorry. Great pick, Downer. All right, let's keep it rolling. Who's next in the old school match? Great start. Thank you, Chaz. Thank you, brother. I'll do one, Puppet Stroke. I want Woody Farmer and his son, Hawkeye Shane Cody at Big Time Wrestling against Pat Patterson, Rocky Johnson, and Drew McIntyre. Okay, this, this is old school match. Wait, that, this, this is not dream match. This is old school match, yeah. not dream. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're not in the dream. Yet, we're, not dream. we're not dreaming yet, Malcolm. So <laughs> All we're doing is just saying, man, bring me a dream. <laughs> if Malcolm wake up and goes, I lost 105 bucks. <laughs> 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 okay. 
Uh, okay, let's let's keep it going. Old school matches, man. Who, who who's next? I got one. I got one. I got one. All right. I actually watched a tidbit of it today. I was surfing and I come across 1980 Georgia Championship Wrestling. The big cat, Ernie Ladd, was mm. wrestling uh, Chief J. Strongbow in 1980 on Georgia Championship Wrestling. And it got a little out of hand, and Gordon Soley got a little excited. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was pretty good. It was a good match. It was a good match. Awesome. Oh, that's great. What a great pick. I think I'm Gordon Soley excited. I've got two now, Papa Stress. I just got the video from the UPS store today. You go, you go behind the two, Malcolm, we're going to chair shot you. They're both from SummerSlam 89. Brutus the okay. Barber Beefcake and Hulk Hogan against Zeus the Human Wrecking Machine and the Macho Man, yeah. With Fury, Fury, and Elizabeth, yeah. And then the right. second one is um, Ravishing Rick Rude defending his Intercontinental title against the Ultimate Warrior. Uh, and Ooh. Rowdy Roddy Piper went down to Rude, swiveled his hip. And then he gave, and then uh, the Warrior gave the, off the turnbuckle, he gave the uh, Ravishing one a German suplex backwards and lost his Intercontinental title. And Mean Gene's interviewing Roddy Piper, and he goes, I can get rude too, young fella. Bottoms up. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Great pick. Good pick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great pick. Oh, man. Well, we're loving it tonight. Let's keep going, guys. Who's next? You need old school yeah, match? I got an old school match. Oh, right. Yeah, I got it. Since. The news of the recent passing of uh, Mark Rollbar Rocco. I wanted to go back and watch one of his best matches. And this is a match that I heard uh, Drew Gulak uh, mention on the Edge and Christian podcast. And William Regal actually tweeted a link about it on his Twitter. So I wanted to go back and uh, uh, rewatch this match with Retro. So I, I found uh, Mark Rocco versus Steve Gray from the World of Sport King of the Ring uh, knockout tournament from 1978, oh, wow. November 1978. And mm-hmm. uh, it was British British rounds, uh, Mount Evan rules. And uh, mm-hmm. Mark Rocco got the win with the uh, Powell Driver pin and a submission. And he, so he got a pinfall and a submission win over uh, Steve Gray. And it was a uh, really great technical matchup. Steve Gray got Rocco on a surfboard at one point, but the round ended uh, soon after. So uh, some really great technical wrestling from Mark Rocco and Steve Gray. And it's a uh, shame that we lost uh, Mark Rocco, who was also the original uh, Black Tiger from uh, mm-hmm. Japan. That's right. If you guys haven't uh, watched any of Rocco in action, uh, I suggest you check him out and uh, look him up. I mean, the guy was just an amazing athlete in the ring. Awesome pick, Steve. My, great, great stuff. My, yeah. Oh, oh go ahead. Brian. Oh. No, you go ahead. My old school pick, um, well, I always have a special place in my heart because growing up, Growing up as a kid, 
I remember one pay-per-view in particular. It was the night that Mr. T was referee and uh, Hogan and Flair was fighting in the cage for a career match. But Halloween on that Halloween having ninety four, but on that card, the opening contest was the Honky Talk Man against Johnny B. Bad, and it was for the WCW television title. And uh, I thought that was a fantastic match. (laughs) It was. Elvis and Little Richard. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, there you go. The Wild Man. And you know, you know, uh, Mark. Uh, speaking of Johnny Bad, Mark Merrow. Hello. When I when I had him on and uh, interviewed him a few years ago, he was telling us that uh, Dusty Rhodes was the one that came up with him doing the Johnny Bad character because he said he said, "Hey, you know what, uh, Johnny?" He said, "You look so much like Little Richard." He said, "I want you to go out there in the ring and be Johnny B. Bad instead of Johnny B. Bad. I want you to be Johnny B. Bad and look like." Uh, Little Richard, because he said you look so much like him, and John and Mark Merrow. I mean, he was down for it. He was down for it. He, he said, he said, he you know he just loved and Dusty was such a inspiration to him. So you need Papa's truck. Mm-hmm. You must no. <laughs> Did you know that Mark Merrow was the first uh, wrestler for WWE that got a, a guaranteed contract? I think guaranteed money contract. Oh, I never, I never, no, I never knew that. The reason was he had a yeah, pretty interesting fact that Mick Foley shared. Mm-hmm. That's what you get for being your wife's chauffeur. Awesome, right? <laughs> All right. Okay, and this is a segue into the Dream Match segment, and this is a part of the podcast, folks. We played stars of yesteryear against stars of the day in a Dream Match situation. So. If, if if you have a, a dream match you'd like to uh, share, uh, as long as it's not a pay-per-view that'll last all night, go for it. <laughs> I got three dream matches. Oh, God. Jesus. Uh, but there I, ain't no eight-man tag and ten-man tag. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. The first match is New Jack the Gangster versus Goldberg. Okay. One at a time. Goldberg's in New Jack Goldberg. What do you think, guys? New Jack and Goldberg. I'm getting stabbed a lot. Goldberg's getting shanked. <laughs> Goldberg's going to bleed whether it's the door or New Jack. Well, there we go. Okay, what's the next okay. match, Brian? The next match oh, is Sergeant Craig Pitbull Pittman and Pistol Paz Watley against Junkyard Dog and, Will- and Willie Mack. Where's Tank? I'll take the shit back to your dog. <laughs> yeah, where's yeah. Tank, man? <laughs> <laughs> okay, next. Next, what's the last match? Come on. Okay, the next uh, match is Kamala, the Ugandan giant, as he faces an up and rising star of today, Adam Cole, baby. Kamala. <laughs> Wow. Kamala and Adam Cole. He'll get get stir fried. (laughs) 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 He's going to be having lunch. Wow. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to go next so I can get one out of the way. 
opener matches all in one. Thank you, Brian. After me just saying no, no pay per view. Uh, so I get on the match. So I get the second match. You know, I get the first show. three. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, so I got it real quick. Push. If it takes too long, I'm gonna be well, saying like they are. Sounds bite, guys. Sounds bites. Go ahead. All right. I got <laughs> you right here. Uh, Wahoo McDaniel <laughs> versus Triple H. Nice. I'd like to That's see that. I think that would be. I think it'd be a lot stiff. A lot stiff. <laughs> what do you think, guys? Is it Wahoo McDaniel Triple H, right? I'm gonna say pick him. I like. I'm gonna take Wahoo. I'm gonna say Wahoo McDaniel. I'm going Triple H. Time limit draw. A time limit draw. Okay. Oh, Broadway. Broadway, yes. Broadway. There you go. Indian death okay. like finish. Wow. Submission finish. Wow. Okay. Good good pick. Thank right, you, Velvet. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, I'll go for yeah. it. I'll, I'll do one, Papastro. I already did one. Go ahead. What he you uh, Hawkeye, Shane, Cody, Pat Patterson, Rocky Johnson, Drew McIntyre, and, and the Dolph Ziggler. Holy cow, Malcolm. Malcolm. Malcolm, slow down, please. Who was in that match again? Is that an 80-man battle royal? Oh, man. <laughs> How about wow. that, Marnie Janae versus Mark Zuckerberg? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. my second match I went Becky Whoa, Mullen. What was your first Jeff match? Uh, let's My forget about the first match. Go on the second match. No, stop. Okay. Becky Beck yeah. Mullen, uh, the glow girl, Sally the farmer's daughter, against Alexa Bliss in a scientific match. Wow. What do you think, guys? I think one of them are scientific. Uh. I think <laughs> nothing scientific about it. Got it right. Neither one of them is scientific. Is what he said. Neither one of them scientific. <laughs> <laughs> well, they got a three move set between the two of them. Oh man! Pretty yeah, didn't, much. Didn't uh, Sally the Farmer's daughter? Didn't she just pass away the other day? Yeah. 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 I was thinking. I read the. I used to get emails from her all the time. Oh wow! Okay, okay, next, match. next match. Next match. Next match. Yeah. Who's next? Yeah, I got a couple. Go for it. I'd like to see uh, since Brody Lee was facing uh, Adam Page, I kind of would like to see Brody Lee versus uh, Exalted One Brody Lee versus the Widowmaker Barry Windham. Nice. Ooh, nice. Ooh. Like wow. Solid, solid. That would be solid. And I'd have to take Barry Windham on that. I'm sorry. I'm taking Barry. The Horseman. Barry. The yeah, master. I gotta go Barry. I'll take Brody Lee. I'm, <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm rooting for Brody Lee, even though Barry's great. But uh, And then my second match is Drew Gulak versus Mark Rollerball Rocco. Nice. Ooh, nice. Uh, Drew Gulak. Yeah, it's hard to pick that one. It really is. That go Mark Rocco. Really yeah. Yeah, Rocco's, Rocco's amazing, man. Drew Gulak going once. What? <laughs> No oh, good lord. Are you gonna buy that too, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> I 
Congrats, Malcolm. Apparently, you're like apparently the, you still uh, got some money left. Everyone's going to pray. Malcolm's right. Oh, my God. Oh, I've got to say, Davey, I'll say. Hey, Brian, it's over. Stop. champion. Malcolm is the awesome champion on WWE right now. Congrats. You're the man. Okay, who's next? Anybody Anybody has a dream match? I guess so. Yeah, that's what I said, Malcolm. Who's next? Okay. Okay. Thanks for the echo. I guess I am. Here's one. I'm going to go with MJF versus Rock Mr. Wonderful MJF and uh, Paul Orndorff? Nope. MJF and Rock, Mr. Wonderful Riddle. From Riddle! Way back Ooh, Rock, Rock Riddle, yeah. I think Rock Riddle. Yeah. I think Rock Riddle. He's my bud, man. That would be I'll good. I'll off. tell you what. That would be, that the would way, be good. The way this kid, MJF, generates heat reminds me a whole lot of the way Rock used to generate heat back in the day. Yeah, right. Rock is great. Yes. Can you imagine the promos with MJF and Rock Riddle? Oh, my God. <laughs> well, actually, if we can get MJF, if we can get MJF to the Cauliflower Alley Club reunion next year, that might happen. Oh, oh that'd be great. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be great? That would be crazy. Yeah, like It'd be awesome. Yeah, I get goosebumps when I'm standing to Rock Riddle. Uh, I would so. That'd be amazing. That'd be so amazing. I'll tell you what, managing against him in the battle royal, and sure you were in that battle royal, seeing the way mm-hmm. he moves at 80 years old is just mind-blowing. Oh, sure is. It sure, it, it's amazing. <laughs> He's an amazing guy. Hey, you know what? Awesome. Don't have a car with Raiders on it in Las Vegas in a parking lot because people zoom right around you. <laughs> okay, thanks for the tip, Malcolm. I appreciate it. I remember that. Yeah, I write it down in my book. They suck. That should suck, and your car sucks too. Listen, listen. If you're pulled over on the side of the road and your hood's up and you need to jump, uh, uh, your battery dead and you need to jump, ain't nobody gonna stop with that Ranger stuff on it. <laughs> I'm getting a new nobody. car. It's plug time, guys. Plug whatever you All want. Right. Go for it. Whoever's first. Uh, I got, I'll, I'll go first. I'll be really quickly. I have no plugs, but I do have, I do oh, have two, two pieces of news. Uh, I just read that oh, Brian Pillman Jr. is looking to be actively released from MLW from his contract, so maybe he'll go over to AEW and be there since he's been on dark. And also, never I read that Sammy. Gu- also, I read that Sammy Guevara is in trouble from AEW Dynamite for using the wrong chair on Matt Hardy and caused him to bleed. Oh wow! Well. Mm. Yeah, I didn't. So that's know. all. Sorry, Matt. On my desk. To me, Matt. I think he, I think he gigged too deep. That's all I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, the auction Facebook live thing, I will do it on the WCW sorry, sorry, group, uh, and I'll probably do I'll probably do that sometime tomorrow. So be looking out for that on the WCW oh, retro group. 
<laughs> congratulations right, again to Malcolm for winning the prizes. Yes, yeah, congratulations, Malcolm. <laughs> and I'll get with you there. after the show on the payment method. Yeah, you got it, right? <laughs> and I'll get some more guest stars from General Hospital on your show. Guaranteed. Just I hadn't even had a star in March. I said it's March, Malcolm, so don't feel bad. Just, just don't use the wrong chair like Sammy Kavara did with uh, Matt Hardy, Malcolm. If you're listening. Yeah, right. Did I say March? Right. I meant, uh, I meant June. I'm sorry. I hadn't had no the wrong uh, chair. Show says June. So. The wrong chair. Oh, I've never heard of the wrong chair gimmick. Have you? No, I no. haven't. <laughs> but, 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 uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you should have used that. You should have used that Nerf chair. <laughs> The nerve <laughs> chair. <laughs> the bing bag. Oh, you should have used the bing bag instead. Right, the bean bag. It would have been nice and soft. You know the bouncy balls? You know when you're a kid, you're bouncing those balls, the bouncy balls you jump up and down on? You should have used that instead. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I think I got to see you there. I don't know. got the best show. Absolutely. Uh... Oh my gosh, that's so funny! Uh, time to start selling blood. Uh, right? Let's, let's give you pl- let's give you Thank you, Malcolm. Okay, right. Richard, oh, plug. <laughs> get these plugs going. Uh, Great, thank you, thank you, Brian, for the plug. All right, I'm gonna. Are I'm you gonna go next. You can go, right. Chess. I'm gonna. Yep, I'm gonna go next. And my my plugs are basically this. Let's uh let's pay our respects to those who have passed. So you got rollerball, rackle. You've got uh, Kat LaRue, you've got Becky Mullen, Sally the Farmer's Daughter, and as recently as yesterday, there was a gentleman that passed who was a, an indie legend that teamed with Larry Sweeney, uh, Mitch Ryder, and so let's keep him in our memories. Oh, man, and, I like yep, Mitch. Absolutely, yeah. So that's yeah, my plug for tonight. I'll tell you guys a very short story about chair shots. I was working a show many years ago, and there was a vendor there that was selling um, you know how they have like uh, blow up pool toys? Well, he was selling mm-hmm. blow up folding chairs. For, wow! Uh, you know, so the kids could hit each other with chairs and not hurt each other. Well, one of the boys during a match went down and grabbed one of his samples, brought it back in the ring with it, and just la- wasted his opponent. I mean, you heard this thing explode because he popped the balloon. And the only thing they looked at, they both looked at each, they both wait, they both looked at each other. Looked at the referee and said, "This damn thing doesn't work." <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> so I don't have a plug, but I'd like to All say right. something about the time I met Jake the Snake Roberts in July of 2009. It's the day I was before I was going down to Southern California for the Hollywood show, and the big time wrestling people tell me he's going to be at this like sports bar, and and and. Uh, and Jake um, was going to appear there. It's this freak show with Sin Kazarni, whatever his name is, from the WWF or WWF. Sin, Bo- Sin Bodhi. Sin Bodhi. Sin Bodhi. Yeah, yeah. Sin Bodhi. Great murderer of his name there. They were doing this freak show that night in San Francisco. It was just down the road from Pat Bell Park. And yeah. I was doing my professional Hulk Hogan. For some of the BTW fans that go to the events all the time, and Jake is standing right behind me when I'm turning around, and he's laughing his ass off, and he signed everything for me, he took pictures with me. Jake is 
I mean, I, I consider Jake to be my friend. Jake, if you hear this, if you want to go to a Raider game with me here in Las Vegas, can I, I know you like the Raiders. You, you had a T-shirt with the Raiders on it. You wore one time when I met you. Sell the ticket. Oh, yeah. Sell the ticket. Jake, you okay. sell that ticket. <laughs> All right, who's that? Jake, Jake, if you're listening, you heard it from Malcolm first. Jake, if you're listening, sell that ticket, brother. And if the Steelers beat the Raiders, I will give it to them. Because they're not so Okay. Uh, any more plugs, guys? Any more plugs? Yeah. Go for it. Check out, uh, check out Gang Girls Wrestling Asylum page on Facebook. There's uh, almost daily Facebook live streams. They're pretty fun to watch. And then uh, New Japan. Got a uh, new sh- uh, event coming up. Uh, I think it's going to be a weekly Friday show. And, uh, it's going to start August 7th. Uh, so tomorrow at uh, 10, I believe 10 p.m. Eastern, and uh, Kevin Kelly and uh, uh, Alex Kozla from the Hooligans is going to be doing commentary for that. So I definitely recommend nice. checking that out on uh, njpwworld.com, njpw1972.com for news. So those are my plugs for the week. Fantastic. Those are good things. Awesome. Any more? Any more plugs, guys? Uh, I got I got one more quick plug I want to throw in there. Uh, tomorrow, when everybody's watching WCW Retro Group on the the auction on uh, Facebook Live, I will also be selling some brand new NFL football hats for anybody that is interested in the NFL. I'll be selling uh, several different teams in the NFL uh-huh. brand new caps. So. Uh, Check that out as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll let everybody All know right. what time tomorrow I'll post on Facebook. Tremendous. All right. I have a plug. All right. I want to plug Malcolm's mouth with a gag ball. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Thank you, Velvet. You're welcome, buddy. Wow. Listen. I get, when Velvet gets off this pod, when Velvet gets off this podcast, honey, he's going right back in the closet. <laughs> do you know? Do you know? You may not believe this, Velvet. I've got a true story mm. for you to tell you real quick. As soon as no, you I said I've got a plug and I want to plug Malcolm's mouth with a gas ball, my dog Gag little man ball. looked at me and winked at me. <laughs> oh, you getting it tonight, baby? Uh, here we go. <laughs> One eye open, brother. Uh, <laughs> off the rails now. Right? <laughs> oh my goodness! As he all control of this one. I can't even. <laughs> he sure did. Oh, too bad Doctor John couldn't stay for the whole thing. Right. Yeah, I'm already. Voice of Choice Wrestling Nation. Worldwide. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sam Funk or Allison? Are you trying to tell us to get off the phone? Well, we can do sorry. That, you know. <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry, Dorothy was messing with the soundboard. Forgive me. All right. Worldwide, baby. Goodness gracious. So, uh, <laughs> I just wanted to uh, thank you guys for um, calling in tonight. It's always a pleasure having you guys on. Yeah, Thank man. you, Dr. John Sammy, for being our guest. 
Thank you to Brian Vaughn for that riveting auction earlier. <laughs> and, and, um, <laughs> Yeah, thank you, thank you for all the hey, everybody be so sa- cool. hey, this is the biggest thing is everybody be safe. Take care of your own personal self, and uh, I love all of y'all, man. Yes, just stay, yeah. stay healthy. Love yeah, um, and be sure to catch it. Be sure to catch the archives of tonight's show on um, DOCNation.com. Just look for WCW Retro in today's date, and uh, be sure to. Be good to yourselves and each other. Absolutely. And um, let's see. What can we end the evening with? Birthday present for you, Papa Strong. Yeah. Close, close, <laughs> close with the little velvet. Kicked it out from my little velvet. <laughs> no, I you go, <laughs> you have that. How about close with uh, MJF speech from last week? <laughs> oh my! Oh, we'd be here all night, Brian. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You're right about that. that. But it would go off the air, and it would be on to the next show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, let's see if I can find something All really right. cool for you guys. All right. This, yeah. I, think I, I thought I had it Come here earlier. Uh, I'm going through my Rolodex of music here. I feel like a DJ at this point. All yeah, right. man. We're almost there, Bubba. That's not what I can't. I sound like Iron Sheik now. Okay, Bubba, Sheiky baby, Bubba. You come to the call yes. with me, we get high. Oh man, team with Iron Sheik was so much fun. Oh my God, he was such a blast. They were awesome. He didn't give a crap about nothing. <laughs> no, he he was great. It's a long finish. Uh, I mean, he was great, but he didn't give a crap about anything. Man, he he cussed you out in a heartbeat. <laughs> When he asked me to buy him a 12-pack of beer and Nikolai Volka off a, a box of grapes at Ralph's supermarket, and he signed and took pictures of balls. <laughs> I bet he did. All right. <laughs> that, that reminds me, uh, Scott Steiner's Shawnee's recently closed down. Last week, they had to close down because of the pandemic. They're doing a sports wow. bar, he said. Yeah, he said he'll open yeah. up the sports bar, I think, yeah. Hey, he can revive uh, the Nitro Grill if he wanted to from Vegas. That'd be great. <laughs> the Nitro Grill. Yeah. I had a birthday party there once. It was really cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, I it was. Yeah, it was a good I'm time. Uh, Jimmy Borat right. was there. Yeah. Yeah, I think let's go some Harlem Heat. How about that? Is that cool? Did you just say yeah. you missed Stay huh? kissing Medasia? Well, I won the car tonight. Can you dig it, well, sucker? Thank, thank, thank you guys. You guys take care, man. God bless. Stay in touch, man. All right, man. God bless. Yep. Good night. Turn it. Yeah. Five times. Five times. Five With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.